So, um, so we're, we're starting a new, a new series today, and um, if you don't know me, my name's Andrew, I've been at Hope for just over a year with my wife Rebecca, we, we have felt so blown away by the welcome and the sense of family here, so thank you. And if you're new, you're really welcome, do, do say hi in the comments or send us a message, we'd love to connect with you uh, where, wherever you're from, wherever you are, we'd love to say hi. But we're starting a new series, but before we launch into it, I thought it's important to say that our previous series, which has been really all exploring the racial injustice, societal racial injustice, how the church can respond, how the church maybe has been a bit passive and exploring it both on a church level, personal level, societal level, city level, especially Bristol has been, you know, in many ways quite a focal point with the with the statue coming down and other things like that. We're not, we haven't wrapped up that topic and left it alone. It's not that we're saying, oh, we're done talking about that. We've, we've sorted that problem out for us. It's actually, it's not something that can be dealt with in a talk series. It's, it's been so important and so helpful uh, that Chris Nannis and others have taken us through thoughts, ways to explore it and engage with it. But we wanted to say to you, we're not now leaving that behind and forgetting about it. It's actually something, and, and we'd welcome your challenge and your continued reminder on this. It's something that we want to keep revisiting and, and really do work behind the scenes uh, as a whole church in developing uh, mentoring and other ways that we can respond. So it's going to be an ongoing thing that, that, that we look into. So, um, yeah, so we're not moving on, but we, but we are starting a new series Today and the new series today is going to be is called a devoted church. And so to begin with, something I want to happen in this series over the summer is that it's quite interactive, which is a challenge given given the circumstances. But what I want you to do um, first is I want you to in the comments to write what you think the word devoted means without looking at um, Google or a dictionary. Uh, just the first thing that comes to mind or the first sort of way that you define it, just put it in the comments. I've got it here so I can see. What does devoted mean as a word to you? All right, now there's going to be a bit of a delay, so I'm going to have to fill in while you type, which is a challenge. So, And also, please don't leave me hanging because that will be very, very cruel if now there's nothing that comes through. It's going to be a long wait. So still waiting. That's good. What does devoted mean to you? Anybody, any, any age, anything you want to say, really love it. If you haven't commented before, you know, there's a little box, just a bunch, just type it in. It will come through. I'll see it, I promise. So um, good, good. Some convincing, convincing nothing yet. So um, thank you, Hannah. From, from seven meters away, she's typed loyal. I like that. Let's have some more things. Love, thank you. The reads, thank you, Alice. It's coming in now. Loyalty, completely faithful. Thank you, Rachel. Let's have some more things in here. Clinging to something, someone. That's from Russian Joy. Another one from the reads, committed. Totally committed to Diane. It's, I mean, some of these are coming in pairs. It's amazing. Committed. That's a, that's a triplet. Um, good, good to see you. Rebecca, thank you. Dedicated. Committed. This is good. Any more? Keep them in coming in. Committed. Right, we're getting some real themes here. Um, uncondi- so we've got unconditional love, committed, dedicated, completely faithful, loyal, um, completely given over wholeheartedly to a particular thing. Sam, it feels like, you know, you've put together a real... I, I think you should send that into Collins for them to include in their next Oxford Dictionary, because that was very good. Uh, absolute commitment. Thank you, Ween. Consuming focus, Liz. That's a lovely definition. Definition. Pressing into. So devoted. It's got so many, um, so many. That I'm, I'm guessing Rafa didn't think good morning was what devoted meant. Good morning, Rafa. Good to see you. Um, it, it's got a. It's got a sense of uh, a wholehearted giving towards, being loyal towards something, and 
As, as we begin a series on a devoted church, each title is going to have the word devoted in it because we're going to be looking at the early church and, and key values that the early church had, but the key word in it is they were devoted to those values. They weren't obliged for those values. They didn't force or coerce. They didn't just dip their toe in. They were devoted to those values. And I find the word devoted, I found it quite a searching word for, for me personally over the past week or so. Because I, I guess I think that we're made to be devoted people. That, that all of those definitions of devoted that came through, none of them w- w- was about us or about what I get. It was all about what, what I give, what I give myself to, who I give my loyalty to, who I give my love to, who or what I commit too. It's all it's always a giving, not a taking. And I don't know about you, but as I think about what am I what am I devoted to? And I'm not just talking about the the, the sort of correct answer, you know, um, Jesus or prayer. And 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 maybe maybe we are, but just in life, what are we devoted to? Um, family, friends, partners, key relationships. Parents, grandparents, maybe some, you know. I'm thinking someone like Esther Lambert. You know, work something that is. She's so de- she doesn't just do her work. She's devoted to it. She's so all in with it. That Joe and Jez, with their dream of community living, they're devoted to it. Guy and Tanya, not only are they devoted to each other, but devoted to to helping healthy marriages flourish. If you're not seeing some of their their helpful hints videos about. Um, Building bridges, not barriers. I, I, really, really good. I do like the fact they refer to themselves as G&T. Um, but these are some of the examples I can think of of people who I see are devoted to things. And I, and I, and the challenge as I've been just reflecting on one word, devoted, is what am I actually devoted to? How much of my life do I spend thinking about what am I giving myself to? And how much do I spend thinking about what I need to get? And the balance for me, it feels pretty heavy on the on the self-focused thing and what you know maybe maybe we well I believe we thrive when we devote ourselves to things and part of the Christian message is that is that God promises that he will preserve and look after us so that we can devote ourselves to the things that he calls us to and too often in my life I find myself taking responsibility for the things that he promised that he would have responsibility for and when I do that, it means I haven't got any capacity to devote myself to other people, to other things. And because of the, the busyness of life and society, it, it becomes incredibly easy to be devoted to nothing other than ourselves. And it's understandable because there's so many pressures. But I think that God calls us to another way, another way of living, of being devoted. So... If you've got your Bible with you, I'd love you to turn to Acts 2, another bit of an interactive thing happening. I'm also going to, and wow, there's been so many other fantastic, no, sorry, Rafa, there's no problem with you being late, bro. You you can turn up whatever you want. I'm sorry to draw attention to it. Thanks so much for all the amazing different definitions. It's it's fantastic to... um, Oh, it's kind of, all right. uh, It's great to um, just read through all the things that people have said. That's absolutely fantastic. So, so do read through those. So Acts two, and um, we're just going to be looking at a couple of verses from it. I should have put a bookmark in, but there we go. We live and we learn. Here we go. So 
I want you to uh, have a read of of verses, so Acts chapter 2, verses 42 to 47. And what I'd love you to, I'm going to pray for us in a minute, but what I'd like us to do is just to, again, post in the comments um, what, what we think really stands out from that bit of scripture. I'm just going to, I'm going to post the scripture into the comments as well, so you can read it there, uh, if you haven't got a Bible with you. But um, let me pray for us, and then we're just going to ask God to highlight one thing. And, and when we ask God to do that, it means well, as we read the scripture, it might just be that one thing catches our attention. And I want you to post that one thing. One thing especially stands out, or you find yourself just really focusing on one word. And you don't have to explain it, I just want you to post what that one thing is. So, Father God, we, would you help us as we read this scripture? Would you speak to us about it? Would you draw our attention to it, to something? Lord, we want you to speak. So I'll read it as well, but read it yourselves. This is it, Acts 2, uh, 42 to 47. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favour of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So Holy Spirit, draw our attention to something. Speak to us personally through this scripture now. So as you're reading it, and do keep reading it, there's no no rush. Start to just, start to allow your attention to be drawn to one thing. And ask God why. Why why is he drawing your attention? And I'd love you to tell us what that thing is. You don't need to tell us what necessarily you think the why is, why your attention is being drawn. But just what's getting your your attention? Yeah, Peter, equality, Alice together that you know amazing just one word that stands out that gets our attention and this is nice i like that ollie hall together to gather means you know coming together with um yes brilliant and this is one of the the amazing things about the bible and it's it's something that as we as we read it and we ask god to help us to read it that we all find different things that that are drawn out and that's part of the the, the majesty of being a, a group, a collection, a body, as Paul writes, of believers, is that God gets our attention in different ways. And as we express that in the way we live, um, we, we sort of, we begin to represent God in our togetherness, in our unique expressions. But in our, in our, in our connection and in our variety, we actually display Him faithfully. So amazing things coming through. They met daily, communion, awe, unity, fellowship. 2 Chronicles 7.14, which is, a, which is a scripture that says, If my people will humble themselves and repent, I think, uh, then I will hear them and I will heal the land. So there's, there's lots in there that is just, Tim Bodie, thanks mate, they felt awe. There's loads in there that gets our attention. 
And so I just want to finish off by explaining where we're going to go with this series. So this is a sort of a, a key passage for this because what we've recognised is that obviously church is, is, along with a lot of life, really different. And because of the value that we, we place on, on sung worship, on expressing our praise and our thanksgiving to God and his goodness, it's, it might be a little while until, until we can look at what we want to do um, gathered here again. And we want to embrace that as an opportunity, not as a um, barrier. And we think some of what, something of what God is getting our attention about is the opportunity to, to really do church at home, to maybe connect with others around us, to maybe bring people in to explore scripture together, to reflect on what God is getting our attention about together, and to, um, and to really embrace that as a, as a good thing at this time. And the early church was something that really had, you know, it was an organization that had to reflect and live like that. They had to be very um, versatile in the way that they connected. And in Acts 2, in that very beginning chapters of the life of the church, we see these values that are right at the heart of what they do. But the values came from the devotion, not the other way around. And what I mean by that is because they were so devoted to what they had experienced, the God that they had come to know, they gave themselves to these values. And I think that um, sometimes in, in church life, we can see the values that we think we should be giving ourselves to without realising that God wants to stir our hearts with pure devotion. I love it in that scripture where it says they had with glad and sincere hearts. It's genuine. And as we reflect on that word devotion in our lives, if, if you, like me, reflect, gosh, I don't, I don't know if I'm, I'm living in that sweet spot of, of where I'm free, trusting that God is, is taking care of my needs, so I'm free to devote myself to love those around me and give myself to the things that God wants to give myself to. If you're like me and you think, I don't, I don't feel like I'm operating in that, then, then it's a great gift of God to, to expose our, Weakness to expose those areas of life where we're, we're trying to do his job for him. And God wants to free us of that. So there's a book as well. This is what I'll, I'll finish in here. This book, Letters to the Church by, by Francis Chan, um, has been really helpful for us as we've looked at this, uh, this sort of series and looking at uh, the opportunity that uh, lockdown maybe is giving us as a church to, to explore doing church in, in the home. So if you want to get that, do read that. I'm going to pray for us because otherwise I could ramble all day because it's a hobby. So um, let's, uh, let's pray, wrap up there. So we're starting a series, The Devoted Church. And I don't want us to forget that key thing of devoted. It's a, it's a thing that flows from encountering God. We don't have to stir it up. But if we recognize that there's a lack of it, let us ask God to stir it, to show us where we're trying to do his job for him to remind us that we were made to be devoted people, to devote ourselves to things, to not focus on ourselves, but to give ourselves away time and time again. So Father, would you come and stir our hearts? Would you show us where, where we're doing your job for you, where we're trying to fill your boots, where we're trying to hold the weight ourselves? Thank you, God, that you call us to, to put on, cast our burdens onto you for you to carry and take care of our needs so that we can focus on where you're calling us to give ourselves away.
Lord, I, I, I recognize that I, I'm made to be more devoted than I am. Devoted to key people, devoted to key things. I'm not made to, to wander through life without feeling that sense of devotion. Father, I want to be devoted to you. I don't want to be living out of obligation. I want to have a glad and sincere heart. And I know that when I try to do your job for you, my, my heart isn't glad, it's heavy. And so, Father, thank you that we're, when we're devoted, we're free. We're free to be the versions of ourselves that we were made to be. Father, as we explore what it means to be a devoted church, would we remember that the church is just a, it's just lots of individual people. And so actually it's the church, a devoted church is a devoted people, which means it's a devoted me. That the things that maybe we see that church, the values of the church that we think are the, are the good values, the right values, really means that they have to be our values because we are the church. So Father, we, we repent of where we've seen the church as something beyond us because it's the culmination of us. We'll give a little moment now if, if you feel like God is saying anything or during today's service. Would you and and you feel like God's maybe asking you to share it, would you share it? Would you put it on the on the comments? It might be a scripture, it might be a picture, it might be an impression, a sense. Uh, we'd love to we, we really want to know what God's saying. Yeah, as church we want to we want to follow what he's doing we don't want to try and add what he's doing to what we're doing we want to give ourselves completely over to what he's doing so father have you got anything to say to say reading those comments is it is just um, it's inspiring it's inspiring to see the wisdom in the house the wisdom in God's people yeah so if you do if you did feel God say anything to you during that time that you want to share either you can chuck on the comments you can message us you can email us um, please do keep keep praying for us as a whole church Pray for yourselves as we go along this journey of exploring what it means to be a devoted church. Um, we'd love you to keep connecting with us over the summer. If, if you're away, you can listen back. All our live streams will be on, stay on Facebook and we'll also have the talks recorded on the website as well. So if you can, do stay connected. Um, stay in touch. We, we still miss you. Uh, youth, I echo Charlie, we're, we're incredibly proud of you. Thank you for inspiring us and reminding us what it means to persevere. Um, through trials and challenging times um, parents you're doing an amazing job people who are a bit isolated you're doing an amazing job um, we're together so I'm doing my hobby I'm rambling we'll finish there it's been great to be with you thank you so much and we look forward to seeing you next time